Headliner Radio, the creative voice. Hello and welcome to the Headliner Radio podcast. Today I'm talking to Nat Maddox, the founder of the incredible London collective House Gospel Choir, who released their debut album Required at the end of last year. Nat, how's it going? Welcome to Headliner Radio. Thank you for having me, Colby. How are you? Oh, I'm good, thank you. Yeah, it's a pleasure to uh, pleasure to have you on the show today. Where are you? Uh, where are you joining us from? I'm in London. I'm in uh, South London, Brixton, to be okay. precise. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> not too far. I'm in South East. I'm Bromley Way. Oh, so yeah. All right, around the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not far at all. Not far at all. Yeah. Um, h- how have you been recently? I mean, have you guys been managing to keep yourselves productive, stay busy on the music side? God, it yes. <laughs> to good. Put it, put it good. Yeah. 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 Finding ways around it. Um, we have. Um, so we generally, well, for the last seven years, we meet every Monday in Shoreditch and we have a rehearsal and it's just a bit of a vibe. I say rehearsal, it's more like a rave where we just learn songs and, and have a good time. Yeah. So we were kind of, we were missing that. So we started doing them live um, on Instagram. And um, now we have like 300 members from all over the world, actually. So Amazing. people have to do that with us. And it's um yeah, it's kept us going. It's kept us going, definitely. Yeah, incredible. Incredible. I mean, before we talk about uh, the new music you guys have, have been releasing, um, I just want to kind of talk about, like, I guess the origins of the of the choir. And, and obviously you, you said that it's now 300 people worldwide. I'm assuming that started as uh, all kind of London-based uh, music lovers. And uh, I mean, how did it all come together? How, when did you first kind of start the choir? Um, I started the choir officially in 2014. Okay. Um, but in my head, it started around like 2009, 10, um, just from raving and just wanting that experience a bit more. Um, and I was I was really fortunate um, to get to South Africa in 2011. And um, it was just this one night on the dance floor and everyone was singing um, this song and it just... It was just so uplifting. I was like, I want to bottle this feeling and just really do this every week, like without the hangover. Mm. And just, you know, I'm pretty sure I know a few people that like to rave and sing <laughs> as much as I do. Uh, and I was, I was right. Um, I wasn't brave enough to start straight away. So it took me a few years to kind of just start talking about it. But once I did, we were off and, and that's it. Yeah. And the rest is history, as they say. Yeah. yeah. I mean, everyone in the choir I know is is obviously music lovers. It was born out of a kind of this shared love for for house and disco and garage and um, all those kind of you know funky uplifting genres. And yeah. I know, and obviously there's a there's a you know everyone comes from quite a range of backgrounds, don't they? Tell us just yeah. tell us about yeah. some of the some of your choir members. So um, I mean, you live in London, so you know how it goes. So many people come here. Um, and they're away from their families. Mm. So um, we've got we've had we've got members from literally all over the UK that found themselves in London. Um, a lot of people that sing actually or sung when, when they were younger. And they yeah, they just found their way to HDC. But it's 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 a really diverse bunch. And, you know, so many people are like, oh, so like are you guys a church choir? It's, it's, it's not a church choir. We definitely uh, lean towards the more uplifting end of house music. But um yeah it's it's like it's not faith specific it's from like people are from literally all over the place black people white people gay people straight people everyone is welcome it's yeah love open, that love that open door. Yeah, yeah 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 awesome awesome um and you guys are signed to island records uh which yeah. is which is pretty cool um when when did that kind of happen how did that come about Nat? 
2018. Um, okay. So okay. my my ambition was always to just, do you know what I wanted to do? I wanted to open um, a stage at Glastonbury on a Sunday morning and just wake people up uh, with, <laughs> with a gospel choir singing house tunes. And we got to do that. Um, we've done Glastonbury three times. Amazing. Very, very, very fortunate um, to, to get those opportunities. Yeah, yeah. And in 2017, we opened up the West Holt stage. Um, and we had like tons of like people, some people hadn't gone to bed. Some people woke up when they heard us and they were just, all right, I'm, I'm going to church. Um, and it was just like, it's just a rave in a field, but like it was literally church. And um, there was a few people from, you know, different labels and um, across the industry that saw us and it generated a bit of a buzz. And yeah, and then we started having conversations um, and Ireland felt like the right fit yep, just because yep. of their history and just kind of coming from where they come from. So yeah, it, it, it it worked out so we signed the deal in 2018 um and yeah we got we got cracking on making the album amazing and yeah the pandemic kind of threw some of it off threw the last bits off but we, we i'm really glad that we managed to get it out last year yeah and yeah uh, yeah was with the last sort of finishing touches of the album all done remotely was it like a bit of a logistical nightmare or, or not really was most of it done well, at that point no all all of the recording had been done um the previous year so cool, cool. We, yeah. we were quite lucky so yeah it was just like mixing and just finessing some of the the tracks and and obviously getting clearance because uh yeah there's a couple of covers on there as well like some of our favorite songs yeah and we're really really lucky that we we got to speak to the original writers and you know just ask for their blessing as well because fundamentally the show like that i was i was trying to create it was a live dj set but with just with a choir yeah. singing <laughs> vocals you know rather than just a dj yeah so um so all those classic records have always been part of what we've done and um yeah so we've we were we required them yeah i like that <laughs> yeah. i like that it's nice that you was able to bring everything together on one project as well everything like you say yeah. all of your kind of favorite tunes and stuff you've done over the years bring it all together in one place it's nice yeah, yeah. it yeah. really it really it's been a, ble- a blessing to be able to do what we've done yeah it's, it's lovely it's lovely it's um it's real feel-good music and uh, yeah. uh like i said uh, before the call now i want to play a little bit of one of your tracks from the album um <clears throat> i mean the album itself <clears throat> excuse me some pretty uh pretty cool collaborations on there todd terry two tracks uh dj spen yeah. wookie todd the t um yeah. a lot of names that people people know troy miller nikki brown um h- how did some of the collaborations come about now was it sort of did you did you reach out to these to these guys or was did they sort of approach you like wanting to be involved with the project? Yeah, no, we reached out to everyone. Yeah, I, yeah. I, like the the like I said, like I'm I'm a fan and a raver before I'm anything else. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we had we met Todd Terry in Ibiza. <laughs> we um and me and my manager Laura, um, who's also in the choir, we just like you got to go and talk to him. No, you do. You talk to him. You talk to him. <laughs> um, so she went and introduced um, us and um, luckily uh, he was up for sending some stuff across to the label. And he was in London um, during the summer of 2019, no, 2018. And so we got to actually do a session with him and write everything is love together in the studio. And that was like a real moment for me, just like, oh my gosh, like this is an actual hero of mine. I've been listening to Todd Terry and raving to his music for all these years. And yeah, yeah. I get to collaborate with him in this, in this really 
special way. So yeah, and and hopefully we'll get to work together again in the future. But he's he's wicked. He's amazing. Um, and then the Adelphi Music Factory guys, we met through our A and R. Okay. And they're just they're just lovely. Like, and they fully represent what we do as house gospel choir as well like they're all about unity and just uplifting each other and you know and they're from sheffield so they're local ish uh yeah what we the do. uk at least so, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so when we when we made salvation it was like a real moment for me and um yes yeah, so i hope people like it yeah yeah no <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm sure you've had some lovely feedback already so far yeah. um yeah. Uh, like i said i, I want to play a bit of salvation which is that track with adelphi music factory oh, <laughs> um i'm going to drop a little bit now and then uh, i'll come back to you in a second we'll have a chat about it I love it it's funky it's funky as hell and there's that lovely drop in there as well which is just uh yeah it's a real vibey yeah, track yeah must have been a lot must have been a lot of music. fun actually the recording it was it was it was and um it's actually written by oh gosh let me get my facts straight i'm not gonna do it you have to check the <laughs> check the credits <laughs> um but we got we got sent the record um and it's like a really nice acoustic kind of like vibe, like, um, and we just, we, yeah, we, we kind of played about with the harmonies and wrote some extra bits and it, it just came together and then Adelphi got on the, the, the track and yeah, smashed it. Okay. Um, so, so the acoustic, cause the acoustics on the album as well, that was the original, was it? it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yes. In, no, well, yeah, we finished the Adelphi version before we finished the acoustic okay. actually. So I think the Adelphi version is the original in yeah. some many ways yeah 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 it's a bit weird <laughs> a bit it bangs out no it's a great it's a great yeah. track um, uh, what was your like i guess um i suppose it, it will depend on what project you're working on but w what, what are you guys uh when you're approaching um a particular track like do you have a particular like a certain creative approach do you did you do anything differently on on this album compared to some of your previous projects um do you know what i think you you the song is king like that's that's my thing i always think like all ego goes to one side all like everyone's feelings have to just go and we have to be obedient to the song we're trying to create so um we always talk about like what's the intention how do we want people to feel um when they hear it how do we want to feel when we're singing it and and performing it so we start from a really like a, a, a quite a long conversation actually about what's the intention behind the track what's the meaning because um, every song is a, a, an opportunity to have a conversation with um, with your audience and with the listener. Yeah, so, of course, of course. And we try and um, once we've decided that, all of the decision about what sounds we use and you know what kind of harmonies we're, we're going to put, and um, it's all kind of 
it stems from there. Okay. So there'll be, there'll be times where you think, oh yeah, like we can do this, and and you think, no, that's not the original intention. Let's let's stick to, let's focus, because yeah. um, especially because the the whole group is is a bit mad. Do you know what I mean? Like there's there's songwriters, there's producers, we've got DJs in the crew, and uh, everyone has their own ideas. Mm. So we have to be really clear about what we're trying to create. And uh, as a producer and a vocal director, I. I have to um, like filter quite a lot of information and it's it's such a fun process. Like I'd, I'd, I wouldn't want to go back to creating music just by myself in my bedroom. Um, I loved it. And it's a great way of working, but nothing beats being able to work with that, that many people to create something. No, I can imagine it's um, I mean, music's all about collaboration, isn't it? At the end of the day. And um, uh, I was going to, that was going to sort of be my next question. You know, is it, is it sometimes a case of too many cooks, but it sounds like everyone sort of brings something different to the table and then it all comes together I, quite nicely. Right? Yeah, it does now. Like we've definitely gone <laughs> through the too many cooks phase and I'm just like, all right, you can't come in the room. <laughs> you got to wait outside. I got to take my time. And, and I've kind of built up like a really strong core team um, that can give feedback in a productive way. Yeah. I'd say. Yeah, yeah. Um, it can, can get pretty, but um, the the other really good thing about having that many people working on a song is when you play it to, back to them to kind of get their feedback, you give them the demo, you'll know straight away whether it's, it's can I swear, whether yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah, you're good, you're good. Yeah. <laughs> whether, whether it's, you know, whether it's good enough because of the vibe it creates in the room. So you've almost got like um, an immediate audience. Yeah. So that's the other yeah, yeah. bit of not letting everyone into the whole process um when the guys hear the remixes or they hear a mix for the first time they're like yeah that bangs um and yeah it's that instant feedback up. from everyone yeah and you just know yeah. you're on the right track yeah yeah which is quite hard to get when you when you're working you know by yourself which you know this last year I've had to be doing stuff by myself here I, we do a lot of sessions over zoom so still making new music still working on remixes and um some other good stuff coming so yeah, but it's it's a slightly different process, so I can't actually wait to get back in the studio with everyone and just be in a room with the guys again. I really miss it. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. I can imagine. Um, something I, I would imagine you've also been missing quite a lot is is playing live and getting out and and gigging and stuff. Obviously, well, since <laughs> since the album came out, you've sold out two tours or, or two shows, should I say, at the Jazz Cafe? Yeah. yeah. Um, which is the bus? Is that the Bussy Building? Is that is that? Um, uh, is that... in Camden. Okay. Camden. Oh yeah, it's like yeah. Sorry, I'm thinking. Uh, so it's actually four shows. We had to split the day because there was such a demand for the tickets. Amazing. Um, we end up two shows a day, and but then we couldn't do them. Um, know, they've been rescheduled twice now because of the pandemic. Yeah, um, yeah. So hopefully, the new dates will go ahead. Okay. Um, okay. But yeah, and people had an opportunity to get a refund for their tickets, and they were like, "No, nope, I'm holding on to my ticket." Um, and, uh, that's nice so yeah, yeah. that audience is still there ready to go yeah, and yeah. um did put quite optimistically we put our uh summer tour on sale um at the end of last year because okay. we think we're looking a bit better mm. but and that's probably gonna have to get rescheduled as well or, or no it's definitely been rescheduled until we're all i don't know vaccinated or yeah had it yeah, yeah. i don't know i don't know what the plan is i know um, it's um it's frustrating isn't it that everything's so up in the air and you can't sort of get a definitive date for for these shows but um nice yeah. to know that everyone's holding on to their tickets and that they're uh, yeah. 
you know it's, it's a brilliant feeling when i saw that i was just like well you know with christmas coming as well i thought everyone would have been like yeah give me that money but <laughs> like no no there's something to look forward to for next year so yeah absolutely we're um, gonna bring it as well that show's gonna be amazing yeah so. i bet i bet okay yeah that's um, that's exciting yeah. yeah um you also you guys have worked on some done some tv as well i'm just reading here um you performed on the season opener of strictly come dancing i mean that oh, yeah. That must have been a pretty. Was that last year? Would that have been last year? That was last year. Yeah. That must have been so, a pretty cool, cool thing for you guys. It was amazing. It was amazing. I mean, I, I grew up watching Strictly with my mum, innit? So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like everyone, everyone's seen Strictly. I'm on Strictly, mum. Um, like <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, when we got asked to do it, it was just like wow, um, and to be on the show opener as well. Um, and we hadn't performed. I mean, we'd. We'd been together like in a COVID secure way to shoot a couple music videos and do some live stream bits, but it was the first time we'd performed. Okay. And uh, yeah, so that was quite weird, but the, everyone had to be in little bubbles. So the yeah. dancers were in a bubble and you kind of, and we were in our bubble, but yeah, the show came together wicked. And when I was watching it, I was like, oh my gosh, we're on TV. That's so, great. Yeah. yeah. Very, very, very cool. And uh, you also did a, a bit of work with uh, Kylie Minogue for a live stream, Infinite Disco, Indeed. part yes. of her album release, which was a pretty yes. big, um, <clears throat> excuse me, pretty, pretty big release. I mean, um, it's done very well uh, in the charts and that. Yeah. Have, have, you, have you guys been doing much on, I mean, you did mention that, that you've been doing some live streams and stuff. Is, is that something yeah. that you're sort of continuing to do at the moment? Yeah. Do you know what? It's, it's actually quite tricky, obviously, because... Um, of the size of the team yeah um, i can imagine yeah so but we're, we're in talks about how we can um, manage it a bit better and we, we do we do the big show which has like made up to like 15 vocalists dj keys you know the whole shebang and then we do like a smaller sound system show okay um with maybe four or five vocalists which is vibes it's just like having <laughs> a dj and some mcs but obviously we're singing um so yeah, so we're doing. We're looking forward to doing a couple of bits, which I can't say just yet, mm. but they should be coming soon. Cool. Um, but yeah, cool. It's, it's quite tricky trying to navigate in these new, new restrictions and yeah things. Yeah. yeah, it's a it's a pain, but um, I think it sounds like you guys are sort of adapting quite well and and yeah. managing to sort of you know work your way through it, which is good. Um, so you guys were doing like. I'm just re- doing a bit of reading about kind of the origins of of the of the HGC, and and you guys were doing sort of weekly brunch events at the Curtain, and those sort of open rehearsals at Rich Mix. Uh, is yeah. that was that how you kind of started really sort of building the pop, you know, the the following up and the popularity, and is that sort of when things started snowballing from there, I guess, or is that was there? You know what? I yeah, um, it's really it's a really interesting thing because it. I suppose our audience, we've got, we've got quite a good following on like socials and stuff. And when we do announce a show, especially in London, it does sell out quite quickly. But um, some people know us for brunch, like on a Sunday, and just like that quite fun vibe there. Some people know us from like that community aspect where you can come and sing with us. Some people know us from working with other artists. So we've done a lot of collaborations with, like you mentioned, Kylie, mm-hmm. um, Loyal Kana, we we were on. Sick, uh, I love Loyal Kana. We were on. Uh, we've, we've done quite a few bits and pieces. So I run a, run a vocal agency as well, so that we can provide vocalists for other artists. Um, why is my brain like this? It's, it's lockdown, you know. Like I'm I just know. starting to. Forget. 
I need to get out of this house. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so it depends. Like people have met us in different ways, and yeah, um, yeah, yeah. but the, the brunch stuff was great, and we we definitely picked up a, a big following from that. Of um, probably, and just it it changes the makeup of the audience as well. So if you go through like who follows us, you know, it could be I don't know raving all night, eighty seven, or like. I stay prayed up. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's yeah, just yeah. really big, like, Twitter handles and Instagram handles. Sometimes you're like, where, how comes our audience is so varied? But <laughs> I love that. And, you know, and there's lots of people that obviously love the classics we do. So there's like this nostalgia element. And then we've got our audience Same. that love salvation and, and some of the newer stuff. So it's a bit mad, really. Mm-hmm. Um, how you, I think you'd have to ask them. But yeah. we, I mean, we have been going for seven years. We've done lots of gigs, um, and our first official gig was Glastonbury. So Amazing. we've been we've been quite fortunate in terms yeah. of like where where our audience knows us from. Yeah, well, there's obviously yeah. that that strong connection there with your with your audience. I think it's probably the fusion of all the different elements that you guys um, kind of incorporate into your music. There's that nostalgia yeah. element, like you say, with the classics. There's like the gospel side of it and that whole kind of uplifting vibe. But then there's also like the funky house and the, yeah. the disco elements. Um, it's just a nice, it's kind of like a winning formula almost for. Um, oh, well, I hope so. Yeah. And, I, and I hope you, like there's so many people that have never heard of us or have never heard any of our music. So I just, I'd like everyone to at some point just experience at least the hour and six minutes that is the required album. Yeah. Like, yeah, if yeah. You're- bit low if you're feeling a bit like dodgy just put it on have a dance around your house and see how you feel after um, yeah, yeah, yeah that's my <laughs> that's my advice no i got it's mate it's made my my morning uh this oh, morning a, a whole lot easier just listening to some of those tracks it's um yeah listeners go take, really go good take. workout music as well you know? yeah 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 um, yeah just long enough that just yeah maybe work out to blind faith and then have a sit down <laughs> have a cup of tea yeah um but yeah, it's, it's, it's fun. It's, yeah, it's fun. yeah, yeah. Um, during lockdown as well, Nat, you launched, um, I'm not sure if we've already touched on this, but you launched your acapella series. Um, yeah. And there's a few uh, few cool appearances on that. Um, Barbara Tucker, Vula Malinga, uh, Danao, Beverly Knight, which is yeah. pretty cool that you could, was able to get yeah. those guys involved. Tell us a little bit about that. Is that something you're also continuing to do? Yeah, we are. Um, we also just had Becky Hill as well. Oh, amazing. Um, and we're working on a couple more collaborations at the moment. Nice. And I think part part of it is, you know, everyone was home. Um, so we could we could ask the question, like, would you sing with us? Yeah. yeah. And it and fortunately most people have said yes, um, that we've asked. Um and also it just felt respectful, especially the songs we were covering, to see if the original vocalist was available. And I made that mistake on one of the the earlier acapella vids and the vocalist got in touch and was like, oh, yeah, you know, you could have called me. And I was like, right, that's oh, it. I'm no. just going to be brave. <laughs> I'm just going to be really brave and, and ask because that's they're the reason we love the records we love, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, there's no harm in always just checking in with the original artists and seeing if they'll they'll be involved because it is it was just a way for us to stay connected and... Um, when we first used it, it's because we were using, I don't know, when lockdown first started, we were using House Party. Yeah. And yeah. We, we tried to sing on House Party one day. Don't do it. It doesn't work. <laughs> um, so we moved over to Zoom. It doesn't work on Zoom. The latency just messes everything up. Um, so we started experimenting with the acapella app and um, managed to 
it's a little bit of technology, a little bit of like camera trickery as well, like yeah. stitch four different acapella videos together to have up to 30, 35 people in one video. Amazing. Um, so yeah, and our musical director is um, our, also our DJ, um, Harrison, and he just figured it out and and mixed the vocals and yeah, and we're really glad that people kind of took to it. And I think it was a time where everyone was by themselves or mm, locked mm. in. So um, seeing a group of people singing and having fun um, was really helpful. Um, yeah, the messages sure. and feedback I've had. Uh, so yeah, if, if you haven't seen the acapella video, like what's going on? Like, <laughs> are you even on Facebook <laughs> <laughs> or YouTube or Instagram? Well, yeah. yeah, all of those. Yeah. Um, no, it's nice that uh, you were able to do that, like you say, at a time when there was a lot of well, kind of still is, but you know, a lot of negativity going on. People were feeling kind of shit, and it was just you know, it's yeah. nice, you know, a nice thing for people to um, to watch. Yeah. Definitely, um, definitely before i let you go nat it's been uh it's been so nice having you on the show to uh, to have a chat um just a one kind of last question i guess is a bit of a loaded one but um how do you feel like in terms of with the new album and maybe with some of the new music that you guys are working on now um how do you feel like your sound as the hgc has has come along over the years in those six seven years that you've been together and, and releasing music how is it sort of for you uh kind of evolved and and matured and and to what extent do you guys feel like you're reflecting your initial vision i guess for the for the project um yeah it's a good question <laughs> like i said it's a loaded um, one so uh, yeah, yeah no um i i mean i think it for me it's mo- it's definitely moving forward and i'm i'm quite um uh, good at, ref- at going back to like what was the original goal what was the ambition and so when we get an opportunity or what feels like a new opportunity to go in a different direction or um, work with a or collaborate with a new artist or a new producer it's like does this fit in with that vision with that goal of like having a good time and inspiring other people to just um, enjoy themselves a bit and if it doesn't then we don't do it it's, it's as simple as that mm-hmm. and in terms of the actual sound um the is i mean it's a bit it's a bit nerdy but like obviously gospel singing and and gospel choirs generally come from america like it's an american sound so when you listen to those choirs they are um tend to be from the same region so their dialect, their dialect, and how they pronounce things, how they sing together, just sounds a particular way. Mm. Um, so when we first started, we were like, right, we have to try and sound like uh, this choir or that choir. And over time, it was just like, no, actually, you're from Scotland, you're from Wales, you're from Brixton, you know, you're from Leeds. Like, there's no way we're going to sound like we all come from the same place. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, so th- uh, for me, the biggest achievement is. Um, all these different voices is the actual sound of the choir um that's the thing that makes me the happiest and i know if as long as everyone is represented in that um then i'm i'm doing a good job yeah i mean like getting all these voices all these people from all these backgrounds all these different walks of life to uh come and share a space and create something that means we are singing as one and Mm. we are performing as one is the you know the goal and yeah, sorry, a bit nerdy, maybe. No, <laughs> like not off the, at all. Not at all. So, yeah, for me, it's just like just making sure everyone is included. And um, the biggest thing is that when an audience looks at us, they see themselves represented back. So, yeah, that's, that's nice. The, that's the, 
yeah i think it's i think it's a wonderful thing and, and it's it's an awesome project that you've um that you've created and and i, I know it's only going to go from strength to strength um having spoke about you know had this conversation and um yeah it's just been it's been so nice chatting to you nat too thank you very much i really like that comment thank you that's, that's warmed my heart yeah, okay, no, I, I mean it i mean it and um, i'm excited to see what you guys have got coming next best of luck with um with everything you're working on at the moment musically and otherwise um so yeah. thank you so much this has been a great great chat great um change to my day as well <laughs> good good yeah yeah it's um it's not quite Friday, but I mean, if it was Friday, we'd be uh, it'd be even better. But, um, yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? Every day could be Friday in a lockdown. To be fair. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah. I'm gonna stop working in in 35 minutes, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that's it. My day's gone. Sure. Yeah, done. But, yeah. All right. Thank you. No, it's all good. Now it was an absolute pleasure, and um, take care, and hopefully we'll uh, we'll catch up soon. That's okay. Thank you, Colby. Take care. That's all right. Yeah, and you, Nat. Up. See ya. All right. Bye. Headliner Radio, supporting the creative community.